Galnet News Digest, 7th of October 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, search and rescue contacts are falling over themselves to get their hands on humans rescued from the Thargoid Titans. Aegis says the Barnacle Matrix sites are reaching maturity. And President Hudson wants to go out with a bang, with his successor to be announced in just over a week's time. Search and rescue contact in all major starports, surface bases and outposts have appealed to commanders to turn in any Thargoid bio-storage capsules they may have been able to rescue from the Titans. This follows the general release on Thursday of the Aegis Sirius subsurface extraction missile. Used in conjunction with a Thargoid pulse wave scanner, which can identify the location of the capsules containing human hostages held by the Thargoids, the alarmingly named Extraction missile can drill into the hull of a Titan hive ship and explode, blasting the bio-storage capsules into space, where they can be easily scooped up using collector limpets. These can then be taken back through the caustic clouds of the maelstrom, and if the scythes can be evaded, delivered to the eager search and rescue contacts. The extraction missiles are available to buy in outfitting at any of the rescue ships. Somewhat curiously, they are categorised as mining equipment, presumably reflecting their origins as an adaptation of the subsurface displacement missile. The capsules are strange devices, perhaps four times the size of a human, consisting of a hard outer shell and a glowing yellow interior that resembles a maggot. There is a clearly audible sound of forced inhalation and exhalation, suggesting that the Thargoids have put some effort into keeping alive the humans trapped inside. Aegis has assured commanders that it has provided specialist personnel to train and assist search and rescue contacts, and that all rescued pods will be kept in high security quarantine before any attempt to revive the occupants. Some conspiracy theorists have suggested that the captive humans might have been reprogrammed by the Thargoids into killing machines that, when released from their pods, will attack any living thing indiscriminately. This seems unnecessarily alarmist. From ancient lore about the Thargoid lifestyle, they use captive living creatures as food for their young, who eat their host from the inside out before bursting out through the chest as fully formed Thargoids. It seems far more likely that this will be the fate of the inhabitants of the Thargoid bio-storage capsules. The search and rescue contact at Ridley Scott Station in Zeance is believed to be particularly keen to build up a collection of these rescued pods. Aegis has been busy this week. In addition to working on the rescue of those held captive by the Thargoids, they've also been studying the 45 known Barnacle Matrix sites. These unusual Thargoid sites, all on atmospheric planets in Thargoid-controlled systems, are larger and more complex than the Thargoid Barnacles, which are believed to be biomechanical mining rigs that create meta-alloys to repair Thargoid ships. The purpose of the Barnacle Matrix sites is not yet known but they appear to have a significant effect on the Thargoids' ability to prevent counter-attacks on those systems. Seamus Madigan of Aegis has published a project update which is the first formal recognition of the existence of these sites. 
despite large amounts of electromagnetic interference which has prevented a survey of the subsurface part of the sites. Madigan says that the minor earthquakes shaking the ground around these sites suggest that they're growing rapidly and can be expected to mature within weeks. The sites are protected by revenants, but it is possible to avoid detection while moving through the sites if care is taken. The primary features are coral trees, which ooze collectible caustic sap, a huge spike of toughened spear roots, which visibly shake at intervals, and barnacle-like mounds, which look like they might open up when they mature, possibly to reveal a weapon or to spawn additional defences. Are these bizarre biological sites the Thargoid equivalent of a settlement? Can we expect to see Thargoids wandering around, going to the shops or the cinema? Or are they military outposts, planned to consolidate the Thargoids' hold on the systems they've invaded? It seems likely that we'll learn more about them in the coming weeks, as the sites reach maturity and reveal their true purpose. The voting in the election of the federal president will finally take place on Thursday the 12th of October, with the result due to be announced on Monday the 16th. The election has been delayed by four months, ostensibly because of the need to concentrate on defeating the Thargoid invasion, but more likely actually because Zachary Hudson didn't want to give up office. Following the not entirely astonishing revelation that independent candidate Zachary Rackham made his fortune through piracy, and more importantly, that he wasn't born in the Federation, Rackham has been forced to withdraw, leaving a two-horse race between the current Vice President, Republican Jerome Archer, and Liberal Party leader and Shadow President, Felicia Winters. The smart money is on Winters to win, partly because Archer's proactive detection bureau is immensely unpopular, but mainly because Winters has an official portrait and Archer doesn't. President Hudson is marking the final week of his presidency by putting on an extravaganza of concerts and festivities in a number of locations throughout the Sol system. And, as is usual on such occasions, he has appealed for a strange collection of rare goods to make sure the party goes with a swing. The requested goods include crystalline spheres, also known as bento balls, geraseum guays beer, indie bourbon from Epsilon Indy, the hyper-addictive LTT hypersweet from LTT 9360, and panta prayer sticks from the George Pantazis system. Any ship that can jump 25 light-years and hold 60 tonnes of cargo can easily collect the Bourbon and the prayer sticks and return them to Li Ching Zhao in Seoul in a total trip time of about 10 minutes, which makes it quite easy to become eligible to collect the reward of a brace of festive flak launchers, which make pretty fireworks. Commanders are warned not to attempt to use these engineered flak launchers to neutralise a Thargon swarm, as they do less than 1% of the damage that an unengineered flak launcher can inflict, as Commander Kinetic Impulsor, who lost his life trying to solo a Hydra using one, can attest. Not everyone is happy with the plan to party like it's 3309. The Anti-Club Accord believes that the event is intended to boost the reputation of Republican candidate Jerome Archer and they have appealed for a boycott, making Hudson's departure celebrations a damp squib. 
in order to assist with gathering all the requested rare goodies, a two-week temporary permit to the Sol system has been granted to all members of the Pilots' Federation. So, regardless of whether you intend to participate in the appeal for rare goods, if you don't have the permit and you'd like to visit the Voyager Ancient Monument or gaze on humanity's cradle, now is a great opportunity. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.